0: Welcome to Songs That Don't Suck, with your host, Mark Bradbourne. Episode 10, The Cliff Notes. Hey, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. My name is Mark, and I am your Gen X Captain America. I lead the musical Avengers here for Songs That Don't Suck, bringing you to new music that hopefully does not offend your ears. Before I get into the meat of the episode, I've got a couple of things that I do want to share. So, a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about Metallica's new album that was coming out. They had released a couple of singles, the first being Lux Eterna, the second one being Screaming Suicide. The third one that has come out, If Darkness Had a Sun, is a bit of a disappointment to me. I was hedging my bet that I thought that was going to happen, and I hope that it's just... A bump in the road, maybe. Like the album, I'm still gonna listen to it. I hope it's gonna be good, but uh, compared to the first two songs that came out, it's just not as good. I'm sure some people liked it, and I'm sure I'll get some hate for that, but whatever. Albums that didn't suck, however, uh, De La Soul's first six albums are now on Spotify and all streaming services for that matter, and I'm 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 happy for it. Uh, It's been a very long time coming Uh, The downside is that one of the members of De La Soul passed Like the week before it went onto the streaming platforms So if you haven't checked out any of De La Soul's early work Which, if you're primarily a streamer, how would you? Um, Go ahead and give it a listen Uh, If you like the song that I featured from them, uh, Magic Number I'll guarantee you're going to like those other albums And last thing before I get into all the other good stuff this week is KISS. They have set final dates for their End of the Road tour, which is their final tour. Um, The guys are getting into their 70s, and it's probably a little hard to get on the kabuki makeup. But uh, they are going to end their career where it started, back in New York City. They're going to be in Madison Square Garden on December 1st and 2nd. So I jokingly say that this is their second final tour. Um, they did a one back in 2000, 2001, um, which they will say that that was Peter uh, Chris, and uh, Ace Frehley's last tour with the band, which it was. They've had the same lineup for the last 20 years now. I am not a huge KISS fan. Um, I am very much a greatest hits fan when it comes to KISS and, you know, a couple of tracks here and there. But um, I don't own... I don't own a lot of KISS records. Um, Probably, yeah, I probably don't own any actually anymore. But I have seen them four times live. And there is no denying that their live show is fantastic. So if you have not seen them and the show is coming to your area between now and December 1st and 2nd, go see them. If you're even like thinking about it or on the fence, go see them. It's worth the show. They put on a great show. Just know that they do have some backing tracks. Uh, They're in their 70s. What do you want? All right. The top five drinking songs as voted on by you. Um, We got about 90 entries, which is fantastic. I appreciate your participation in my uh, song games. And here are the top five. Coming in at number five was The Drinking Song uh, slash Goodnight Irene by Moxie Fruvis. Number four was Alcohol by Brad Paisley. Number three was One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer from George Thorogood. Number two, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. And number one was Whiskey in the Jar. To be completely transparent, I combined the Thin Lizzy votes with the Metallica votes. There were more Thin Lizzy votes, to be honest. There you go. The number one song for drinking, apparently, is Whiskey in the Jar. Uh, that playlist is in the show notes. If you want to go check out the entire playlist of all the songs that was submitted, there's a couple of omissions um, that were pointed out to me. Um, Some folks figured that Margaritaville might show up in the top five. Uh, It only got one vote, shockingly. And uh, yeah, so go check out the playlist and let me know what you think. For April, We have a new theme, and that theme is songs that mention color. So we are moving into spring, and uh, I live in Ohio, so we're starting to see less snow and more grass. We're starting to see the daffodils peek up out of the flower beds. So let's talk about color. Let's celebrate spring with songs that mention color. Here is a list of rainbow songs for you to act as inspiration. We've got Red House by Jimi Hendrix, Orange Juice by Noah Kahn, Yellow by Coldplay, Green Onions by Booker T, Now My Favorite Color is Blue by Robert DeLong, Indigo by Dirty Heads, and Violet by Hole. As always, you can submit songs in two ways. The first is go to songsthatdontsuck.net, that is the website for the show, and there's a form there that you can submit music to. You don't have to submit five. You can submit one, two, three, whatever, whatever songs come to your mind, you want to submit them, do it through that form. Or if you follow me on social media, any platform you choose, you can reply to any of the posts and generally the ones where I'm calling for uh, songs, top, top five songs. Um, I do it twice a week right now. So find one, respond to it, and I will add it to the list. First show in April, we will count down the top five, and it'll be interesting to see how colorful our playlist is. All right, let's get into some new music. So if this is your first time listening, this is how I do it. Um, Each week, I dig into probably 500 songs at this point. I keep finding new playlists to explore, and I run through them. I listen to about 30 seconds of each song just to give it a chance If I don't feel like, um, you know, cutting my ears off, I will put it into a playlist that I will review later. When I go back through those, I throw out the ones that, yeah, they're okay, but not, you know, they're not great. And then the best ones find their way to the podcast. If there are more than five, I share those ones on Twitter and Facebook. So if you aren't following me on social media, Do that so you don't miss any of the songs that I share. Now, I've been noticing some things about myself during the review process now that this is like week 10. So I find myself hoping that a song will be bad if the artist name is hard to pronounce. Because I don't like mangling names. I feel dumb. I'm sure there's been some I've mangled. um, But I do have that little kind of hope that the song is awful when I can't pronounce your name. Um, you will probably never hear a song that isn't in English here. Now, I, I, I say probably, but for me personally, like I have to connect to the lyric. Like I have to understand what's being sung. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I just I feel a little lost and I can't connect to it. Lastly, if you know me personally, I swear a lot like a sailor. But if the lyrics contain kind of unnecessary swearing or it feels like it's being forced in to be cool, It turns me off, so don't do it. All right, first song this week comes from Crownlands, and it's called "Lady of the Lake." So when I first heard this, I was taken aback, honestly, about how much it sounded like Led Zeppelin. And I started to do some research on these guys. They're a duo from Canada, uh, drummer, singer. And then there's a guitar player, keyboard, bass player, like so. They basically between the two of them, they do it all. I'm not sure how they do that live. Probably got some other musicians, but it's the two of them anyway. And you know, in their profile, they mentioned being inner- influenced by Led Zeppelin, and then they said, you know, we were on tour with Greta von Fleet, and I was like, well, that's awesome. Between the two of them, you basically got the entire Led Zeppelin catalog. I say that with my tongue in cheek because I haven't listened to the other music from Crownlands but regardless of what the influence is I thought the song rocked you know it's got some fantasy lyrics you know very similar to zeppelin you know th- there's no denying the influence like you'll hear it and you're like oh yeah mark you're 100% correct um but I thought it was good so check out uh crownlands the song is lady of the lake The second song this week comes from Jax, and the song is called Cinderella Snapped. Now, if you follow Pop at all, you might have seen her first kind of viral hit, which was Victoria's Secret, and I dug that song. Thought it was really cool. This one also thought it was really good. Um, I really like the concept of it, kind of princess doesn't need saving, doesn't need a prince, gonna burn your castle down. I like the the angsty aggressiveness of it. Reminded me a lot of Avril Lavigne. Like, I could totally see her singing this song. Personally, being a father of two teenage daughters, I like her messaging. Like, in Victoria's Secret, she's focusing on body image and what kind of the supermodel mentality, you know, has subconsciously or directly put on young girls. And in this song, it's like, hey, you don't need a partner to be amazing. So... I'm here for it. So good job. So again, second song this week is by Jax, and the song is called Cinderella Snapped. Take a quick pause for a bit of housekeeping. Um, The Sharing is Caring giveaway has ended. I want to thank everybody for participating, supporting the show. And the winner is Luigi C. Lives out in California. I'm not going to say his last name on the show. But... I will be in contact with you. I'm going to get your address. I'm going to mail you that three-month Spotify premium gift card. Again, thank you so much for participating. And for anybody who entered, go ahead and email me your address if you want. I've got a set of limited edition logo stickers for songs that don't suck that I will happily mail you a couple so that you can continue to spread the word about the podcast. The email address is mark at songsthatdontsuck.net. This is also your weekly reminder to like, comment, review, share the podcast. Um, No giveaway anymore, but you'll be surprised how much that affects the numbers of people that are listening. Um, The contest proved one thing that even a few people kind of supporting the show in that way really helped um, get some new ears. Absolutely appreciate every one of you who do those things cannot thank you enough. The website is songs that don't suck.net. Each week you'll find transcripts of the show there. You can submit your top 5 songs. Reminder, we're talking about colors this month and um, basically a lot of just stuff on the website. So go check that out. Lastly, I've mentioned social media a couple times. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I highly recommend it. I do post to Facebook and Instagram as well, but Twitter is by far where I'm the most active. There you go. There's your housekeeping. Third song this week is from Drayton Farley, and that song is called Devils in Nola. Um, If you've listened to any of the other episodes, you know that I'm very particular when it comes to country music. And this song, like, checked all the boxes for me. Fantastic voice, great instrumentation, and fantastic storytelling lyrically as he's going along you can close your eyes and you can picture exactly what he's talking about i definitely want to go see him live if he ends up coming to any of the local bars or smaller concert venues because he's got a voice that's just going to fill the room and it's going to be as close to a religious experience as you can get fantastic song um he's from alabama he's got a few other things that he's released um, that i definitely want to check out the fourth song this week comes from Webbed Wing and it's called Medication. This falls into that category of songs that sometimes show up on the podcast that I just can't put my finger on what I really like about the song. And I know that's kind of a cop out, but it's true. Like I listened to the song and I was like, hey, this is pretty good. And the more and more I listen to it, I'm like, I really dig this song. Um, there's some influences that I can hear. The, the main one that I kind of pick up on is the Lemonheads uh, from back in the the '90s. I hope maybe or late '80s. No, I think it's the '90s. Um, but th- these guys are from Philly. Um, I think this is their first. Call it a, a label release. It looked like in their Spotify profile they had some other releases, but they looked more indie in nature. Um, But yeah, really cool. The thing that I found most interesting was the song length because I listened to the song, you know, and at the end of it, I was like, yeah, that was a full complete song. Then I looked at the track time and it was two minutes and 20 seconds. And I'm like, wow, that is really efficient. (laughs) Um, So if you dig short, punchy rock songs, Medication by Webbed Wing is the answer. All right, before I get into the featured song this week, I want to talk about a discussion that I keep seeing online, different platforms, different you know places that this discussion happens. But the question always is, is any song coming out today going to be a classic 20 years from now? And personally, I don't think it will. I think music today is fairly disposable and replaceable, because when I think about songs that were quote unquote hits, you don't hear them like a month later. Once the the viral nature of it goes away, it kind of just goes away in general. With less people listening to radio and more people listening to streaming services, they're going to be listening to the things that are being pushed, the things that are being hot and new. So you're not going to get kind of the longevity, which is Generally, required for something to become a classic because it will tend to cross generations. And the one thing that is missing, you know, that helped that along back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s was the fact that you as a child would get records from your parents or from your older siblings, and you'd get their vinyl, you'd get their tapes, you'd get their CDs. And today, kids have their own spotify account and they're going to stream the things that they are most drawn to the things that they are pushed towards the things that their friends are talking about perhaps or whatever is viral on tiktok so you you're going to miss that generational spread of music kind of that hand down of hey this is really good i really like this you should go listen to this it's just not happening and i can't picture anybody kind of saying hey go check out this Harry Styles track 10 years from now because it's going to be completely irrelevant. I say this, you know, hosting a, a podcast that is focused on new music. And I will say that when I find songs for episodes, the music is good. It's listenable. And I listen to it. Like I still listen to songs from episode one. I've got a playlist. I enjoy listening to these things. But I don't think anything that I've put on any of these podcasts is going to be a classic song two decades from now. Nobody, nobody is creating music that is pushing boundaries. And that was the difference too. When Zeppelin hit the scene, it was something we'd never heard before. When Elvis was on TV, the world went crazy. That stuff just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, if you think about it, when was the last time you heard a band and your jaw just like fell open because it was unlike anything you had heard before, and it was amazing. It just doesn't happen. Now, with that, the featured song this week comes from a band that I discovered 30 years ago when I was in high school. The band is Extreme, and the song is off their new album with the same title, actually. It's called Rise. Now, if you remember Extreme from 30 years ago, you'll remember More Than Words, you'll remember Wholehearted. That whole album, and I was listening to it today, that whole album is fantastic. The second album that they ever put out, uh, Porno Graffiti is what it was called. It's just amazing. I forgot honestly how good it was, but hearing Rise reminded me of it. And the thing that really pushed me to go back and listen to it was Nuno Bentoncourt, who is their guitar player. When you go listen to this song, put on headphones and enjoy the guitar solo because it is beyond reproach. It's Freaking amazing. It just solidifies the fact that in my head, he is probably top five living guitarists. And he's probably top ten all time. Like, he is a virtuoso. There's no doubt about it. So, go check out Rise from Extreme this week. That's it. That's the five songs this week. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it as always. Send in those songs about color. I'll be keeping an eye out, and until next time. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep searching for and listening to Songs That Don't Suck.